morning. Dr. Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Today is Thursday. Boy, these days are flying by. That's how it feels. That's the perception we get. Despite there being 24 hours in a day. Arguably quite a bit of, you know, ample time to fit everything in when you're busy. Everything seems like it's flying by, right? And when you're not, as I've talked about the phenomenon with senior citizens, it seems like there's so much time, like our time, the clock is slow. Like on the one hand, it, I'm not a senior citizen, but... Um, saying in this particular place where I'm at right now and where my peers are at time the perception is that it, it's moving very quickly as the kids grow and all of a sudden they're in high school these boys that I just passed at their bus stop they were little tiny guys little Little babies sitting out there, mom kissing them on the cheek for the bus stop. I know their parents are good people. And now they're young men, you know. So that is one thing that makes the time go fast. It makes it seem like it goes fast. And then just being, you know, having so many things to do, you're trying to manage all of your responsibilities get here, get there, get home, get dinner, showered up, get to sleep, squeezing some fun somewhere in there, start all over again. I am thankful for this, you know, for this, this schedule that I keep, even though sometimes you'll hear me complaining about it, even if I don't do it outright, I'm sure you can hear it in my voice the exhaustion, you know, the, the fulfillment, right, having gotten a lot of things done, it's a great feeling, but also the, um, the exhaustion, right, like most things, there's a yin and a yang to it, and then when you talk to folks who are a little bit older, maybe they were tired, and they seem like they just, you know, how was your day today? Uh, how was your weekend? They're like, oh, every day's a weekend. <laughs> you know, they'll honestly say that because that's how it feels. And when every day's a weekend, the weekend isn't so special, really. There's no hurry to get to, the, to it, right? In fact, maybe it's annoying on the weekend because that's when most of the middle-aged people and families are out doing the things that they need and want to do. Right, so then they're like, shit, you know, I get all my stuff done during the week. <laughs> right? It would be, makes a lot of sense to do that. All right. Today is a beautiful morning. You know, it's nice, 63 degrees, a little overcast. Chilly fall morning, foliage is turning more every day. 
seeing the beginnings of fall decor out there. You got some inflatable Halloween, you know, saw a big inflatable mummy out there, back there, behind my office, a couple streets, there's called the West Ward of Lansdale. They do a really good job with their Halloween. So there's all kinds of decor back there, and there's just one house that ups its game every every year. So they do a giant skeleton. Just a gigantic skeleton. It's standing. It's anatomically correct. Looks like a gigantopithecus, which is... Uh, the skeleton that I, I believe did once exist, that, that does exist, that there's fossil evidence of, Gigantopithecus, it's like a bipedal humanoid type creature that they refer to as Bigfoot, Bigfoot. Could have been just a, somebody with giantism, like, right? overproduction of growth hormone. Anyway, they've got this giant skeleton. It's probably 12 foot high. It's pretty neat. I was thinking about getting one in years past. Home Depot sells it. I think that I'll probably get it on Amazon too. Maybe I'll buy one. You know? I actually have a Gigantopithecus skull riding shotgun with me right now. This is my Lowe's skull, uh, Lowe's skull, it's a hard plastic, um, skull I got from, uh, Lowe's, it's about 50 bucks, its eyes light up, or they used to light up, give you a little bit of, uh, when you walk by, trick-or-treaters stroll by your walk, maybe kids out on mischief night. The eyes light up and it's, uh, you know, some sort of... <laughs> so I'm going to bring it in. I'm going to point, get my laser pointer on it and show my students what's going on. You know, where are these structures? We're covering the skeletal system. So, so appropriate given that this is the fall and Halloween is only a couple weeks away. So I like to bring this in because the skeletal system is very complex. Many people struggle. They struggle big time to remember and pronounce all the different aspects of it. But I think that when I consider anatomy and physiology, I always think of the skeletal system. or muscles and bones, the musculoskeletal system. But specifically, I think, first and foremost, the skeleton. It's neat that there are so many different parts to us. Who would not want to know them? Be familiar with them, you know? So I love it. I love the subject. I'm going to bring that in. It's usually a... And a nice attention getter for them. I'll take it back and stick it in front of my house. 
speaking of fall decor, I sold all of my pinekins. I had like five go yesterday. I only had the big ones left, right? The great pinekins. Told you about this fucking anus who had a problem with the one with a little rot in the front yesterday, right? Still pissing me off a little bit. That one went. So after after that individual showed up and took consumed some of my time that I'll never get back, <clears throat> another individual came in. And a young lady and a good friend of mine, former student, good person, and uh, her mom dropped her off and picked her up. So she uh, saw her mom spied my my great pinekin out there and, and took interest in it and wants me to make her two more, which I'm probably not going to done making pinekins at this point. It just run its course. Everything runs its course. You ever notice that? Like you're going to do something, you're, you're excited about it, you're going to, but once you do enough of it, you're like, okay, that's that. <laughs> that's why you're trying not to overdo things, right? So I made a shitload of pinekins, made a bunch of people happy, made myself happy and fulfilled making things. Fucking nothing better, man. Don't, don't be the one that says, well, I don't really have a hobby. You better, you better shit me a hobby. You better find something to do. Because life is miserable without some, some sort of passion, something to follow, something to, to spend your time doing and have something to show for it, right? Don't want to get on this track, but... As I've stated, and as you know, life is tedious. You know, it really can be if you let it. But if you, if you, you got to have something to show for it. You know, so you don't have to have one hobby. You can have dozens across the years and just decide, you know what? Now I'm knitting. Now I'm knitting. Now I'm carving wood. Now I'm messing around with clay. Now I'm walking. Now I'm going to the gym. Now I'm, uh, you know, reading. Now I'm hiking. Now I'm fly fishing. These can be hobbies, things that you can, uh, skills that you can work on to improve. And they make, they fill your life with joy satisfaction. They're important. They're as important as the rest of your responsibilities. I think of them as like a hygiene. Hobbies are, are, are hygienes. They're like brushing your teeth, wiping your nasty old ass. You know? It's like stretching. It's something that you need to do that's that you can, at the end of the day, you can say, you know what? I freaking got this. I got that in. Yeah, I, I worked on this today. Somebody says, hey, you know, I'm still working on this with my daughter. How was your day, honey? Mom and me are sitting, eating chicken soup at the kitchen island. And she comes up, Lily comes up and sits with us. How was your day, sweetie? 
she says this thing, she goes, share, and now it's like a joke, because she says it, and she knows that it's pathetic, and I can't stand it, share, <laughs> listen, nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna fill your life with joy, you need to fill your fucking own life with joy, or you're fucked, man, You'll be miserable and you'll complain about every fucking thing. And we have to hear you. So fill your life with joy. Find a way. It's a game. You ever put together a fucking puzzle? You know? You ever play a game? Words with friends. Whatever the fuck. You know? Scrabble. Scattergories. One of my favorites. You know, some online game, chess, whatever. It's a chess game. Strategy. Your strategy, your goal is to win at all costs. And whatever winning means to you. Just have some fucking joy in life. Have some something to show for your life. I had somebody come in yesterday and said... That... was coming from a funeral. This person shows up with... Cider donuts, apple cider donuts. Fucking, I mean, this is a wonderful human being. It's always a pleasant experience. Shows up with apple cider donuts. What a nice thing to do, give somebody food. Somebody who's working hard, you know, somebody you appreciate. Give me a nice little gift. It's fucking awesome. I'm going to repay it in kind. Makes me want to be nice to her. Right? <laughs> so it comes in with apple cider donuts. Says she's all done up. Uh, I'm coming from a funeral. My aunt, uh, Julia. Great aunt or my aunt. Woman was in her 90s. I said, well, tell me something about Aunt Julia. You know, as the interaction pressed on, she said, I said, well, tell me something about Aunt Julia. What is uh, something about her story? She goes, oh, well, there's a story about Aunt Julia. Obviously, she's a very complex person, just like all people who get in, make it into their 90s. But uh said she was all about family. And she said, uh, just a little snippet was, somebody came over, you know, a bunch of people came over for dinner, and there was no dessert, so um, Aunt Julia took this mincemeat pie that was frozen for a couple years in her refrigerator and poured some booze on it and put it in the oven. And such and such said that it was the you know, who was over there, said that it was uh, the best pie that he's ever had. Just like a little story, a little story that tags along for the year, over the years, throughout the years, decades, I'm sure. Hey, remember when Aunt Julia did that? Hey, remember when Mom or Dad did that? So, I mean, we collect these things across the years, so I don't want to hear anybody, let alone my daughter, say, oh, yeah, sure, I don't like, I don't like school, you know, I want to hear the little things, what did you collect along the way, what did you experience, what did you learn, was there anything cool, was there anything that you could, that you learned, something that you could take away, it's interesting, something funny, like, make an observation, Life is a storybook. Fill it with chapters. Fill it with interesting, you know, dynamic 
crows. It's up to us. So I sold all the pinekins. I had freaking five or six go yesterday. They're all gone now. I took the little makeshift sign. I spray painted over an old Dr. Drill sign. I, I wrote pinekin patch. And all these people yesterday messaging me saying, hey, you have any of those left? I really love your work. I can't wait to see what else you make. That's why I do it. Again, you're trying to evoke that response from another human being. Make somebody feel good. Sold all those bitches. Shitload of Venmos come in. All my wood is gone. Yeah, I could go for two more if you if you uh, if you can. If you're making more, nope, I'm done now. Not because I hate pinekins. I just I make a lot of them, and I feel like the mission has been fulfilled. And we're getting into the early, you know, moving towards mid October. Season will be over before we know it. But it felt very good to serve these people and, again, have them in my community. And when they pass by my house, they'll be thinking of their little keepsake pine tree fucking pumpkin. And they will be looking. Hey, what else is he doing? I love your work. New text message from Cot Smith. Cot Smith. Well, Cat Smith wants to come in today. We'll find her a spot. She's cool. Um... Shift, gear to, shift gears is something altogether different, right? I think this is very interesting. Pardon me, I'm super hydrating this morning. Fucking super hydrate my ass. You, know, you lose a lot of water while sleeping. You respirate it out, right? Water vapor. You exhale CO2, right? You lose a lot of water with that in that process. Breathe on a mirror, right? Breathe on a pane of glass. All that condensation. That, my friend, is water. So you lose a lot of it, especially if you're a big snorer, mouth breather like me. What I like to talk about are seeds. As I drive around now, they're everywhere. Particularly, I'm looking at grass seeds. So if you remember weeks ago, I bought these um, porcupine grass. Went to the local uh, greenhouse. And I asked this guy, I forget his name, but he was so helpful. 
I walked away with two plumes of, uh, you know, medium size, medium growth porcupine grass. Maybe they took, I don't know, let's say three months, six months to grow to that size. And this little seed with the genetics to be a porcupine grass ling this little seed is all of a sudden this big plume of grass bunch of blades all joined together and I talked about its characteristics it's stiffer than other grasses so it, it tends to stand upright very well and it's very very hardy it doesn't need a shitload of watering it's fairly pretty much plug and play I put mine in the ground uh, three of them three plumes rather not two and they're awesome they're perfect and they're out there and they're going to seed now which means that now this is the stage of that grass's life where it's grown a little bit it's taken the sun's rays and in the chlorophyll within those blades of grass inside the chloroplasts an organelle inside the plant cell they make sugar they build those grass blades taller and thicker and broader and the grass grows sweetened my coffee this morning with maple sugar I ran out of honey So the grass grows like that. That's how that's how plant life functions, right? You've got the cell wall, you got all the little features inside the cell, and of course the cell is like a generator that captures the friggin' light from the sun. Specific wavelengths of light, by the way. I think blue light is a particularly growth stimulating the blue light, the blue spectrum of light. <laughs> which is type of radiation particle and a wavelength ultraviolet light comes down and lands on your lawn look at that guy he's dressed like a fucking scout master walking his little dog um, not Halloween yet but it is crossing guard man you got fucking look like a damn super soldier the brightest green yellow I've ever seen vest, pants, and a helmet the helmet, you even got a helmet on it's probably dangerous out there, people flying into the school you know they're paying lunch ladies 180 dollars a day, apparently. We just said. Bus drivers and lunch ladies are in high demand. Shit. The hell's going on? We can't get lunch ladies out there. So back to grass. Back to plant life. It grows like that. Harvests. Harnesses the light of the, the sun. And with the minerals from the ground and with water, 
that plant is going to grow big and tall and strong and green. It's pretty awesome. But I, I saw this little meme in the little bit of Facebook that I'm doing right now. I'll get to that in a moment. The meme, it says... That was a fart. Didn't say that. Uh, the meme said... That, hey, look at this um, look at this plant. I forget what type of plant it was. Anything. Corn. I mean, every kernel on a freaking corn cob can grow another damn corn plant. It's a seed. You know? All those are seeds, and the seeds are on the outside. All those pits in a watermelon. All those seeds in a pumpkin. All those mulberries that are growing, hanging off the trees on campus right now. A bunch of mulberry bushes. Each of those can grow multiple trees. And you look at grass now. Watch the grass as you drive around. You'll see that there you know, there's different plumes of grass. Top of those bl- longest blades, you'll see little beads on the end of the grass. And that's all the seeds. You can take that and you can scrape that off pull it off between your fingers and and I did it the other day and there were like I don't know 30 seeds tiny little seeds the size of a pinhead that I raked off of that that blade of grass and they were absolutely beautiful and I thought, shit, here I wanted to, you know, I was thinking about taking more grass and, and distributing it across my, my property. Maybe I'll grow it at the office. I could take those 30 little seeds that I just pulled off. I could take hundreds of them off and put them in a damn Ziploc bag and I can grow shitload of grass out in my yard. I can cut a trough all the way across the one border of my my yard and I can grow this porcupine grass. And I'm just saying, there's another plume looking at right now. I could stop on the side of the fucking road and pull this grass off. Ooh, I I like the way that looks. I'll pull the top off of that shit, put it in a Ziploc bag that I got from my little lunch bag here. And I'll grow that in the back. Yeah, maybe I'll grab some of that goldenrod. Maybe I'll grow a mulberry bush in my friggin' yard. So there's all this plant life around us that we can, you know, my buddy, he, he enters a pumpkin growing contest every year. And he's been growing different types of, of, of pumpkins. He's been buying seeds. You know, like really good genetics, they might, they'll probably call it. I like that guy. Little fucking road guard out there. They're doing, you hear the squeakiness of the bulldozers and shit. That guy, (laughs) he's walking down across Route 202 
in Gwynedd, Upper Gwynedd here. He's walking across freaking main road, like you know, on a construction crew. Looks like all over all arthritis. He's overweight, black guy. Got these glasses on, like dark shades. And he just looked like he's fucking ready to clock out. You know what I mean? But he walked across the road very slowly, and you know, as a car was going by, it's a fucking main road. You know. And he, like, looked at the person, like, you know, talked some shit, stared him down. thought that was interesting. Um, you know, I'm driving down this road right here. I see all these beautiful trees hanging all around. There's seeds and fucking shit everywhere. Black walnuts all over campus. I can take that seed out. I can, I can put that in my yard. So my point is there's all this abundance around us particularly when it comes to organic things like plants. Each one of these little flowers that I grow, like the mums, I'm sure you can harvest the mum seed, right? And it's just as simple as that, grabbing the, you know, however many hundreds or thousands of these seeds, each of which contain the genetics, the instruction manual for creating new plants, and you can grow these fucking plants forever, you can grow a farm of them, if only you take them and you put them, you nurture them, you give them the right sun and water and and nutrients, you can grow, I could grow fucking porcupine grass galore this winter. campus here. So then I could have an entire fucking row. I could have all kinds of grasses and cool stuff. And how about, talk about a hobby. Why not drive around and see something that's really, really neat? Now look at this pine tree. Oh, I really like that pine tree. Hold on. This fucking guy. What's happening, man? Very well. Good. You're all set. Thank you. We got plain clothes uh, security guards today. Plain clothes. Imagine that, like, if you, if you, you know, come onto this campus, and now I look at all these trees, some ornamental um, pine trees that, you know, probably took years to grow, then you got all these, uh, let's see, what do we got, various types of, all kinds of different horticulture around here, you got maples, and you got oaks abundantly, and you got those mulberry trees, pine trees, different grasses, all kinds of stuff. And as they're growing, this time of year, they call it the harvest. I mean, I could I could make I could 
stop along the way. Look at this fucking this gigantic oak tree right here. This oak is probably a hundred years old. And it's dropping a shitload of acorns that I just drived over with a crunch. You can hear them underneath my tires. Right? So I could pick up these oak trees and I could gr arguably grow another fucking oak tree with a similar genetics to that oak. And this is something that's obvious. I'm just saying, think about it a different way. Imagine if you pulled up somebody's house and they have a rare tree. Something that's very, so beautiful. And you're like, imagine yourself someday having a tree like that. Like over here, we've got, um, the fuck are they? They're really tall, evergreen trees. They're not aspens. Ah, I know what they are. They're really symmetric. Among the pine trees that I've seen, their branches go all the way up and they're very symmetric. Very beautiful. And I could find, I could, I could walk onto somebody's property or go onto a college campus and take a handful of the seeds, you know, a pine cone or whatever from this particular tree. And let's say, imagine if you showed up to somebody's house or like a botanical garden and said, hey, you mind if I take one of these seeds? They'd probably be like, sure. They're littering the ground. All it takes is a little bit of patience and you could grow your own tree. So patience and the right raw materials that are needed. And nature just provides us with so much. So I, I'm definitely going to, um, in my yard, grab those, that porcupine grass. I'm going to harvest a bunch of seeds. I'm going to stick them in a Ziploc bag, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to write a fucking with a black Sharpie, you know, and, and then uh, porcupine seeds. And then in the spring, I'm going to plant those fuckers, and they're going to grow like a motherfucker. And my entire yard is going to be surrounded with ornamental grasses. And everywhere I go, if I see the seed from a beautiful tree or grass or plant life, I'm going to harvest it, and I'm going to fucking keep it in my little... Dr. O seed bank. What do you think about that, you fucking idiots? That's a hobby unto itself. That's something that you can do that's interesting to do. And you can pass the time and you can make beautiful things that don't talk to you. They don't talk back to you. They don't make trouble, trees. They just fucking exist. Anyway, you get it. Love and respect. Huh!